Hello, and welcome back to A Pinch of Honesty. I am honestly sitting here with a raging stomach ache. Um, it turns out that ultra spicy stuff, like, just, ugh. Um, and, you know, it's been one of those things where I really have been struggling to kind of get my gut back in order. And having like some super spicy food recently has just torn up my stomach. So in all honesty, I'm sitting here in pain with a warm cat sitting on my lap, um, hoping for the stomach ache to go away. Um, and knowing that it's probably going to take another day or two, which is just painful. So today's podcast is about stress and how we as people deal with stress. Um, where I live in Northern New Mexico has currently been on fire, like literally on fire, forest fires. And so I want to say about a week and a half ago, they um, said they have this ready, set, go phase, right? So um, ready is to just be thinking about what you might need. Set is to have like all of your stuff ready to go. And then of course, when they say go, that's, you know, pack up your crap and like evacuate, right? Now, keeping in mind, right, in northern New Mexico here, we have been evacuated twice in the past because of forest fires. We have luckily not lost our house to a forest fire. Um, our house did catch on fire all of its own accord at some point in time. Um, goodness gracious, it must have been 12 years now. Um, but we haven't lost our house to a forest fire. You know, we do know a lot of people who have, but we have been lucky enough not to have had our stuff burn. Um and so, you know, my husband was supposed to be on travel. I was supposed to be on travel. We were going to have his parents come into town. His um, his father had broken a hip. We're trying to work out who's going to take care of our kid. <laughs> um, are we going to leave? Are we not going to leave? Um, what are we going to do about our trips? Um, how do we get everybody safely out of the house? Meanwhile, I'm cleaning the fish tank. The fish tank breaks. I can't buy a fish tank in our small town. I run. I get a, a bucket from the hardware store. I put everybody in the bucket. I order a new fish tank. The frogs, we have aquatic frogs. They escape from the fish tank. The cats are chasing the frogs. Um, it is like sheer and utter pandemonium. And then in the midst of all of it, they close schools down for a week. And they close the schools down for a week because... The county actually needs the buses to help with evacuation. And so um, since we're, we're at this ready state, or I guess set state, they they wanted to have the buses available, not ferrying kids. Um, we then had maximum telework from home. <laughs> I mean, um, if, if you can imagine, I'm, I'm sure you're listening to the story imagining, um, it, it really was just kind of craziness. And of course, like the kids are all, you know, excited because there's no schoolwork. There's not even online learning. There's nothing. They're free to just be at home. And meanwhile, my spouse and I are both just overwhelmed, like beyond overwhelmed, you know, where um, I honestly think, you know, we begin to kind of shut down as humans because we're so overwhelmed. Um and so, you know, I looked up what was the definition of stress, right? So stress is a state of mental or emotional strain or tension resulting from adverse or very demanding circumstances. And so, you know, with all of that on top of it, right, 
our eight baby chickens in the garage, trying to get them introduced to the big chickens. How do we evacuate chickens? How do we evacuate frogs? How do we evacuate our three cats? How do we, you know, my husband had our trailer torn apart because he was putting in a a different size fridge in the trailer. We were going to load everything into the trailer, but then we're concerned about animals getting out. Um, In the midst of all this, we had, you know, 40 mile an hour winds. My husband opens up the side door and our Conyer parrot gets taken away by the wind. And we as a family just basically were just kind of like, what do we do? Right. Until night fell, we searched, you know, we, we beat the bushes searching for her, couldn't find her. The next morning when it was really kind of calm and quiet, um, we got up extra early and went out and called and called and called for her and finally found her on a neighbor's tree hunkered down. So she'd spent the entire night outside in 40 mile an hour winds and this is a tropical bird, you know, and um, it wasn't, it was like 55 degrees. I'm, I'm amazed that she survived. I'm really amazed that she survived. Um, so with all of that, <laughs> um, we just, we were kind of at a loss. So there are things that I noticed about stress in our family. So the way that each of us deals with stress is very different. And I think that we as humans have a tendency to want everybody to feel stress or to behave under stressful situations the exact same way. And that's just not what happens. So first of all, what I noticed was that nothing we made, nothing we cooked tasted good to all of us. You know, we were all kind of like, "Mm, it's nourishment, but it it didn't, it didn't uh, hit us as particularly delicious, which is strange for us. You know, in our family, we spent a lot of time in the kitchen. We spent a lot of time testing out recipes And even when I made my traditional good home macaroni and cheese, um, we all were kind of like, meh. And so it kind of told me that we were all way more stressed out than we were even letting on to one another, right? Um, Meanwhile, right, there's only, you know, the week that school got closed, there was only three weeks of school left. So there's only two weeks of school left now. Um, And I thought for sure that it would be all kind of fun and games for my daughter, but she's a routine kid, you know? And so you have to take into consideration that she does better. She's always done better with her routine and pulling her out of that environment and like shoving her into this, like, we're all kind of stuck at home again. And, and mommy is rushing into work because I had things that had to get done and I had to get approvals to go into like it. Um. My husband, he needs, you know, hardcore introvert. He has to be alone to recharge his battery. He has to. And when we're all stuck at home and when all the neighborhood kids and everyone's just screaming and running and playing and, um, it was, it was just really hard on him. Very, very hard to watch. And so, you know, I was trying to give him space, right? Um, but then how do I deal, right? And so I am and have been right codependent and I've talked about this in the past. I'm codependent in the way that I deal with other people. Um, and it's, it's a cycle that I've worked very hard to break. Part of that, right. Is also that I am a Gemini and I'm a people pleaser and I will morph into whatever I think is helpful for everybody else, negating to some degree, even myself, right. Just putting myself completely aside to deal with other people. And when all of this stress kind of snowballed out of control around our house, um, I realized that I needed something for me, right? And 
I have this very old um, turn of the century, not this past century, the previous century, um, sock knitting machine called a Lagar. And, um, you know, I bought it, I don't know, 15 years ago or something, 20 years ago. And, you know, I pull it out every once in a while, but I really haven't pushed myself to become proficient with it. And I think that the reason it kind of comes into play and goes away is because I'm not terribly proficient at it. And so what I decided to do was to use my evening time to delve into something that was going to be challenging for me and challenging for me in a way that would force me to focus on something outside of myself, right? So when I get stressed and what do I want to do? I want to stretch. I want to meditate. I want to um, kind of center myself. And what I've found is that sometimes those things for me make it worse because I end up down these rabbit holes in my head of all the what ifs, what ifs, what ifs, what ifs. You know, and then I want to plan and then I want to do this. And I, want, I want to structure. I want to make lists. I want to, <laughs> and for somebody who's type A like me, you know, and then how can I help out everybody else? That's not good. It's not good. And so picking up something that was very challenging for me, um, where I had to focus, I had to stay focused. Um, and I had to learn something really helped me get through this crazy stressful time. And so this whole podcast, what I'm asking you, my pod out there listening, is that when you end up stressed, first of all, notice when you're stressed, because I think that's really hard. For a lot of us, we don't notice that we're actually stressed. We're like, do-do-do, I'm just I'm going through daily life. <laughs> and um, and I noticed that I woke up, you know, um, one morning during this whole craziness, and I was like, ugh, like I just I didn't feel good. And I sat quietly. I did meditate and I sorted out, I'm stressed. I am stressed. And so, you know, my gut tells me, go work out, go run, go do yoga, go, you know, sit, meditate, journal, um, which have always kind of been my go-tos. And in this case, what I realized was that that wasn't actually working for me, right? Like it was actually making the stress worse. <laughs> um, and so I had to kind of be creative to think of things to help myself, and this, this um, process of forcing myself to do something very meticulous um, and very difficult and something that I've struggled with in the past, it really, really helped this go around. So my recommendation for all of you out there, because I know with the whole pandemic and just with kind of life in general, I feel like um, we're not normal. Things are still not normal. It's still really abnormal. And how we deal with it um, probably needs to morph and probably needs to change. And we probably need a bigger toolkit for dealing with stress. So with all of that, um, I'm hoping that you grow your toolkit, right? So if you're stressed right now, or even if you're not stressed, think of things that you, maybe you could toss in when you are stressed to help yourself out. And those good old familiar things, those might be perfect, Right. Um, I have a girlfriend where when she gets stressed, she just runs, she runs and runs and it really helps her. But sometimes that's not what we need. Right. And I think noticing when there are things you need and when there are things that are only going to exacerbate the situation is key to getting through those stressful situations, um, intact, you know, and, and feeling like you can do this, you know, one of the other things I, I wanted to point out to my listeners out there is that, um, wherever you are, whether you're in a really mellow state or a really crazy state or, you know, whether you're stressed or whether you're calm, um, I want you to know that you're doing great, right? 
you are doing great. And I think that's the other thing is, is that we also have a tendency to judge ourselves against these really unrealistic standards and feel like, you know, especially for me, right? Like I'm having a very stressful day, but I shouldn't be stressed, right? I'm a yogi. I'm centered. I'm on this course of self-exploration. I should be perfect. And the answer is no. You know what? Like sometimes I just get really fucking stressed (laughs) and noticing that and being able to say it and being able to wrap my whole self around the fact that I'm human and I have these emotions just like everybody else. And that, you know, one of the things that's key is just figuring out how to deal with it, right? Figuring out how to get from point A to point B. So I have my animal spirit guidebook and I'm just going to quickly pick a card. Um, I really, really hope that with all of the mayhem in the world, um, that you are someplace where, um, this podcast is helping you that, um, at least it's somewhat entertaining. <laughs> at least, you know, there's somebody here with you who's struggling, right. Struggling through this whole, Oh, my tummy is killing me today. It's probably going to kill me for the next couple of days. Oh, it's ridiculous. Um, and the card I drew is bear, which, you know, every time I pull something and, and I haven't pulled it before, um, I find it surprising. <laughs> Because it's like, how many cards can there really be? So, waking, waking from spiritual slumber, beginning anew. After a long winter, the bear arises from deep slumber. At first, the movement and effort are difficult, but the bear knows it's time to awaken and move toward the dawning light. The bear card represents an individual on the cusp of a new direction of personal transformation. The initial weeks or months of this spiritual quest may feel tricky, cumbersome, and full of obstacles, but you have no choice, bear. Winter wanes, the warmth of spring emerges, and your transformation begins. So when in balance, your inner strength and your yearning to grow. When out of balance, you're withdrawn, you're lethargic, or your heaviness to bring into balance movement and exercise. So... I guess saying, you know, spring, summer upon us. So maybe get outside and do a little exercise or a little exploration. So with that, um, I really thank you for tuning in and I will catch you on the flip side.